Hey everybody, welcome back to Young Black and Dependinated. I'm your host, Christina Royster. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening today, and you can follow the podcast on Instagram and Facebook at The YBO Podcast. On today's episode, I'm joined by Jael Shine. Hey everyone, super excited to be here. Thank you so much for being here, and I can't wait to talk with Jay about advice to our younger selves. So let's just get right into it. Yes. Before we begin, we're going to start off with Put Y'all On. So, Jay, this is the segment of the show where I put my listeners on to my favorite thing of the week. And I wanted to extend the invite to you if you wanted to share anything for Put Y'all On. Yes. Well, as you know, my sis, that I am on a journey of just growing closer to God. And one of the things that I wish that goes along kind of with the theme today, but one of the things that I wish I could have been put on with is like the Bible app. Uh, I know a lot of people don't really know, like are kind of taken back with the word and think it's boring and stuff, but there's a lot of guides and tips mm-hmm. in there on how to live. So if you don't already download the Bible app, they have so many, um, testimonies there's so many devotionals that you can do just verses of the day just to get you through your day so that's yes. why I put y'all on that is a staple on my phone like whenever I run out of storage I'm like I gotta delete an app but I'm not deleting the bible <laughs> <laughs> no. because like you said I like the morning devotionals and everything on yes. there it's really awesome so, so thank helpful. you for sharing that my put y'all on is a little different <laughs> the um documentary currently on Hulu about Aaron Carter he was I think the documentary is called The Little Prince of Pop. And he was, you know, really popular in the 2000s. I actually uh, wanted to write a note here for anybody who doesn't know about Aaron Carter because I mentioned it and my boyfriend was like, oh, who's Aaron Carter, number one? And number two, he didn't even know he passed. So Aaron Carter did recently pass in 2022. And this documentary talked about how his brother, Nick Carter, was part of the Backstreet Boys. So that ultimately just had Aaron in his shadow all the time. Like, he got to go on tour with him as a little, little kid. He was, like, nine years old when he put out his first single. Yeah. And so he got signed to Jive Records at, like, nine years old. And he came out with his album, Aaron's Party, in 2000. So that was, like, new millennium. He was, like, the face of pop for little girls. (laughs) Um, I remember seeing him in, like, Seventeen Magazine or whatever. Uh, you might remember, I want candy. That was him. Wow, I've never knew that. <laughs> no? <laughs> so yeah, Aaron Carter, he also had this little love triangle going on with Hillary Duff and Lindsay Lohan. Remember, really? he was on an episode of like Lizzie McGuire. But I didn't know about his parents' divorce. And, you know, I have divorced parents, but I clearly handled that differently than other people. Yeah. Aaron definitely was on... A fall from grace um they said in 2006 so really his career was kind of short mm-hmm. in 2006 he even started a reality show i feel like every bad like washed yeah. up celebrity starts a reality <laughs> show he was on dancing with the stars off broadway a bunch of little things that never really hit yeah and so they talked about how he didn't have a healthy example of a healthy relationship mm. and that really just sent him spiraling he had drug issues and he did um die of an overdose i think oh. it was xanax and like he was huffing oh my gosh. so yeah um um, that is a story of Aaron Carter, and that documentary is called The Little Prince of Pop on Hulu. So that's my Put Y'all On. Definitely going to check that out. Now, that Put Y'all On kind of ties into our theme today about advice to my younger self because they just talked about how, like, Aaron Carter started out young and really didn't have anybody there for him. And I started to think about myself, and, like, when I first moved from Gary, Indiana to New Jersey, that was a sh- culture shock. Yeah. I went to an all-white school And the first thing I did, instead of, like, trying to be me, I just assimilated. And I think that's what I've been 
dealing with for the past 15 years is like <laughs> finally just like being comfortable in myself, being comfortable in my own skin, not caring about what other people think of me. Um, I think that if I could go back in time, I would just let myself know that like you are enough and that fuck everybody else basically. Right. <laughs> but when, when you were younger, were you ever like in a rush to grow up or were you like, Oh my God, I can't wait till I get to high school or like, Oh yeah, Definitely. Forget high school. I was ready to get to college. I was ready to get out the house because I just wanted freedom. Like I, I could, I believed always that I could be on my own. Like I could figure things out, and that's exactly what I did when I got to college. I was on my own. I did not come back for like five years. Really? Wow. Yeah. When everyone came back for the summer, I was still on campus because I just really enjoyed being independent and mm -hmm. just growing in myself, growing on my own, and just learning from my own mistakes. Yeah, and I think we had similar upbringings. Like, my parents were kind of not suffocating, but my mom was definitely stricter. And in hindsight, advice to my younger self, I'm definitely <laughs> grateful that my parents were strict because yeah. imagine where I would be now if they, if I didn't have a curfew or if I could drink alcohol in high school like everybody else. Right. So I feel like, on one hand, I, I, I don't think that I ever really said, like, oh, can't wait. I did, no, I take that back. I did want to get out of high school. I remember graduation. I was like, F you guys, can't wait to get out of here. And now looking back, I wouldn't go back to high school, but I would go back to college because yes. I think that those were some of my better years. Mm -hmm. And by better, I just mean like, I don't know, I guess, like you said, I had that freedom. I, ha I was more carefree. Yeah. I mean, I still had anxiety, but I didn't have life stressors like we do right. today, right? Uh -huh. And I think that's the one part that everybody always forgets. Like, you're in such a rush to grow up. But then what What are you growing up for? Exactly. More bills? <laughs> right. So, like, when you were in college, um, what kind of relationship did you keep around you? What kind of people did you have around you? And what would you advise yourself now? Um, well, I feel like in college, it's just more about the experience. You're just trying to get around all these fun people who are just down to drink, down to smoke, down to party. And, you know, keep them smart, too. You don't want to hang around a bunch of dummies now mm -hmm. get led astray. But I think that was the type of group, like, I was looking for. And it's funny because I had that, that group, and there were nothing but drama mm, yeah. every single week. Everything I was just can. thinking about back because we also kind of went to similar universities, like mm -hmm. small, uh, you know, New Jersey public university, PWI, whatever. Yeah, yes. PWI. <laughs> and so I was thinking back, like, damn, why did I have so much drama in college? It was like high school drama. I felt like I was on an ABC Family sitcom, like. <laughs> and I wish if I could go back, advice to my younger self would be to pick some better friends. Yes, I think that's the most important thing. Like. Because in college, you're just like, you want to be friends with everyone. You want to be able to do this with this and have your groups and go to different places and be that cute girl group, you know? Yeah. But in reality, it's like, you have to realize, I guess you just learn the hard way. Like, who you keep around you is who, who's going to affect you. Yeah. And it's like, I never wanted the drama. It was just drama starting around me. I'm like, ew, I don't, I don't like this environment. Yeah. So I had to cut them loose. And now, <laughs> even now in my late 20s, I'm still learning. Like, yeah. it's... It's really interesting how there's, like, different seasons, and I thought the people that I linked up with freshman year of college, 2013 or whatever year it was, they're going to be my, for lifers, they're going to be my bridesmaids, yeah. whatever, whatever. Huh. Then at the end of college, the friend group changed. Now, five years after college, the friend group has changed. Right. And so, I guess that's what I'm learning, like, that there are seasons, and that also applies to your relationships as well. So, I guess my advice to my younger self 
it, it is hindsight is twenty twenty, right? Like, yes, I'm saying now I wish I had better friends around me, but those people served me for that purpose in right. that in that moment. Right. And so even what about your romantic relationships? Like I know you kind of had the same boyfriend who's now your husband throughout <laughs> college, but did you ever going into going into dating in college? Like what were your expectations? Oh, my expectations were to just get all the upperclassmen. As as I, could. <laughs> yeah, I liked them older. People told me to stay away from the <laughs> upperclassmen, and I didn't listen. And I feel like maybe that also hindered me a little bit. Find somebody mm. your own age. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing. The people our own age were just so corny and yeah. just boring. I'm like, I need a man who got a car. Like, <laughs> on campus, on a yes. date. Like, you got an apartment? Oh, I'm sleeping with you. Yeah. You know, but like, it's just hard with like guys our own age. Guys already mature slower than us. So yeah. it's like, guys our own age are just bleh, you know? So a little bit older, it's like, okay, you're so low and mature, but... You got a little season on you. You know, you could teach me something. Yeah, let me show you around campus. Right, right. <laughs> but now looking, like you just listed off, you know, apartment, car. I was so basic back then. Like, that's my advice to yourself. Like, bitch, don't be so basic. Like, I really was just like, okay, like Applebee's date. Like, yeah, <laughs> I actually asked somebody recently, I hate to bring that topic back around. I know that topic's been around for a while, but is Applebee's a date? Like, in college it was. All right, in college it is. And it's like, I don't, like, just just live in the moment. That's the, also the thing. Like, I feel like a lot of us are too quick to try to jump into these things. Like, you want a multimillionaire but husband or boyfriend. Mm-hmm. But, like, what are you really going to do with him? You're 18, 19. Yeah. You know, like, all, your biggest worry is class. <laughs> yeah. And I wish that when I was younger, I realized, like, you really don't need to be stressing right now because it's only going to get worse. Right. <laughs> I I was definitely not seeing a therapist in college. I, that didn't come until later in life. And uh, maybe I should have saw a therapist early on. <laughs> That's yeah. my advice to my younger self. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I just, I feel like I, I have a, a habit of, you know, turning a molehill into a mountain or whatever yes. they say. Like something tiny, I make it bigger. Mm-hmm. And now that life is bigger like now I have real world issues now I'm just like oh the things I was worried about before aren't even that don't even matter right but I'm also proud of myself for like you said putting in the work and having that discipline back then because now it has made me better right now yes and I would say like my advice to my younger self is just listen to your gut more like when it comes to these friendships when it comes to these relationships there is something talking to you. Like, don't think just because you're in college, you're young, you have to settle for the things that are presented to you. That was my biggest issue. Mm-hmm. Like, I had these this best friend at the time who I thought she was going to be my ride or die. She was going to be my maid of honor and stuff like that. But there was something in me that was like, there's something off about her. Mm, and I yeah. didn't want to listen to it because I'm like, this is my best friend. We came to high school, college together from high school. Like, oh, we're wow. going to be in this forever, you know? And it ultimately got me hurt, hurt at the end, mm. you know? And same thing is relationships like I wanted to be in one so bad and then I found this guy who I thought would have been good but he just wasn't my cup of tea but I was trying to force him to be yeah you know so just like just listen to your gut more I wish I could tell that to myself and just love yourself more yeah I think that for me the body issues the body image as far as that type of self-esteem that is something that I was definitely lacking back then. And still mm. now I struggle with, but I am coming into my own now. I'm just like, this is me. Girl, this you're the size beautiful. I am. <laughs> but back beautiful. then I was so hard on myself. Mm-hmm. And Same. and I just wish that I could talk to myself. But like you said, also just kind of not only trusting your gut, but knowing that like 
this will all work out yes. and it'll work out for my good. Yes. And um, I just think that I spent a lot of time worrying like, this is it. Oh my God, this is the end all be all. Like if this <laughs> right. don't work out, but I have to, I had to realize I have more years ahead of me. Right. And when, when it's in front of you, it looks like the biggest thing in the world. But when you really take a step back and, and put a macro lens on it, you realize like, I'm not the only person struggling. Yeah. And I wish that maybe we had more open conversations back then too. Yes. If I had advice to my younger self, it would definitely be like, you know, let people know what's going on beyond the surface. Right. Just being transparent. I feel like that would have also been a great help because honestly, like in college, that's, that's all that you're focused on is school and relationships, really. Literally. And, and especially when you're like your whole life is in this one little hub. It's not yes. even a city. It's just like a little mini town within itself. <laughs> right. And yeah, you you sleep with these people, you eat with these people, you see them every day, you go to class, and that becomes like your whole world. Right. And I, I think um, we talked about this, like, I wish I studied abroad, too. I think I was just yes. scared. I was so yeah. scared. And that was that's another advice to my younger self. Don't be scared to try things and put yourself out there, because you never know what opportunities you're passing up because of fear. Yeah. Like, fear will literally hold you back from the biggest moments of your life. So just be courageous. Yeah. And I think in your 20s, that's the best time to do it. Like, we're not yes. getting any younger. And it's okay to make mistakes because, like, you're young and nobody's right. going to hold it against you. You can't right. be making these mistakes in your 30s. And I think that's why I wanted to have this episode and this topic because you and I were just talking about, like, people are still doing the same thing they were doing five years ago. Yeah, People are still doing the same thing they were doing 10 years ago. Right. And when are these people going to grow up and do better for themselves? And I'm not pointing fingers because I still have a lot of things to learn about myself. Yeah. But I just feel like you and I have come to the consciousness that, like, no, nah, you can't stay where you used to be. And, like, you have to continue to grow. Right. And I, I don't know. I guess my advice to anybody who's still kind of stuck in that rut is to just, like, take a look in the mirror mm -hmm. and start doing that inner work. I mm -hmm. kind of preached about that a little bit this week on Instagram because I was just like, we can't keep complaining about our circumstances. Like you have right. to do something like you can control your own circumstances. Right. And I just feel like we, I can't give this advice to my younger self, but I know this now. Mm -hmm. So whoever's listening to this episode, this advice to my younger self, quote unquote, can be applied now. You yes, know what I mean? Definitely. And so would you say like, You've grown exponentially in just those few years. When did you graduate? Oh, yeah. So I'm 28 and Jay's 27, yes. right? Yes. I graduated in 2019. I was supposed to graduate in 2018, but you No know. problem. <laughs> I'm a super senior here. <laughs> so with that, like, even that didn't go as expected, I bet. It didn't. Like, I'm thinking, like, I went in with all these friends, 2014, four years, we're out, and then just things didn't pan out as I planned it. You know, I got into a major that was really just to fulfill my parents' dreams and not mine. And it just prolonged my experience. Um, I'm grateful because I still made it out. Mm -hmm. But I just wish that I had more direction. Yeah. Somebody was saying that. My brother was saying that, I think. Um, he was just like, oh, I wish mom told me. And I'm like, <laughs> well, when you're 18, do you want your parents telling you what to major in? No. Like, right. so... If, if our parents did crack down on us and told us what to do after 18, we would be mad at them. But on the <laughs> other hand, I think you're right. I feel like... I, I, I feel like the gap is really after college. Those years between graduation and, like, mm -hmm. your late 20s, I would say, like, 
23 to like 26 i just didn't know what i was doing like (laughs) and so that area i can definitely agree i feel like we need more direction Mm -hmm. and not just direction but resources like whenever you're in college it's like oh get this grant get this scholarship get this right and then when i was unemployed at 25 i was looking at fellowships and i was too old you know like i feel like people in that age range we definitely need, need more support and more resources right so again finding your group people that you can count on hold you accountable that you can look up to like i feel like if we were friends in college like we would be good yeah you know we would just hold each other down like oh you're doing this grant you're doing this fellowship you're doing this internship i should too i should yes. look into some too and that's the thing like my group wasn't really like some were but others weren't so i'm like um i'm good not doing yeah. it too and that's so. what you really have to remember with any relationship is like our our goals aligned our values aligned um or like what are you adding to my life like you said back in my 20s anybody who could just get us a bottle this weekend you're my friend (laughs) right and that was not a very great value system so now I'm just I'm looking and I actually see a lot of people I went to college with now having babies getting married and sometimes I still be smirking like "Mm, you ain't shit but then on the other hand I'll be like well this been five years you don't know where they're at now in their life you don't know what life has taught them what journey they're on and so I try to give people the benefit of the doubt like maybe people can change but to be honest, I just don't even talk to anybody from college anymore. And I'm kind of sad about that. I wish that I did foster better relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't kick myself over what I did or did not do in my past. Right. And that is also, you talked about, you know, spirituality. You have to think about God already forgave it. Like, right. I need to forgive myself too. Because right. sometimes I get down on myself like, oh, I can't believe I wasted my time with all those guys before. <laughs> but I'm yeah. like, you know, it wasn't a waste of time. It was a life lesson that brought me to my person And now I'm just better for it. But I wish I didn't have to go through it at all. I know. So that, yeah, that actually reminds me of something you said before about the red flags. Mm -hmm. Ugh, I wish I paid attention to those red flags in my 20s. Girl. Now my radar is, like, tuned in. Like, now if you remind me of anything from that first boyfriend in 2015, honey, goodbye. (laughs) Like, anything at all. Friends, too. Yeah, friends, everybody. And so those red flags, I guess... I wasn't good at seeing them in my 20s because I I didn't know what to look for. Going back to that Aaron Carter thing, he did not have a healthy example of relationship. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, again, I don't want to point the fingers to anybody else, but maybe if I did have that in my life, then I would have known, like, what to expect, what to tolerate. And I tolerated so much in my 20s. Oh, my God. Would you be surprised? Like, with people... People have people in their lives who do give them directions. That's true. they still end up in situations. That's so true. So, I feel like we just go through things because, like, we're just meant to. Like, we live and we learn. And that's literally what college, those younger years are for. And at this grown age is when we're supposed to be applying what we learn to our future. We can still make mistakes, of course, but we need to be mindful of what we learned did we learn anything? Because if yeah. not, that that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, I think, like you said, people have to take stock of the lesson because I'm always, like, the glass half-empty person. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, I wasted so much time with this person. Or, oh, my God, this job <laughs> sucked. But, okay, God put you there for a reason, so, like, right. what did you take away from that? Right. And I, I guess if you don't take away anything, you're going to have to learn that life lesson again. I've yeah, heard that in some of the, the sermons I watch. Like, if you don't learn a lesson, God will bring it back around for you. Right. So, yeah. Uh, I just wish... 
I could go back, like you said, just to live those years again because I think I, I had so much fun. Like, yes. how was I going to Cancun with no money? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I was just living my best life. And right. now with responsibilities and, and being grown up, yeah. I can already start to see like, oh, I don't want to go out anymore. I'm yeah, tired. Like, like oh, I should save this money. Yeah. But on the one <laughs> hand, I'm also like, well... I'm not getting any younger, so I, I better know. enjoy it. That's but looking ahead, now. I guess I'm excited for my 30s. I feel like that's going to be the best years ever. Yeah, I hear that a lot. Like, our lives really start at 30. And I'm like, uh, that's so <laughs> old. Like, yeah, I just, it's hard as well when I am comparing myself to other people. I'm trying yes. to run my own race and not worry about what other people got going on. But I'm like, dang, you're the most followed TikToker in the world and <laughs> you make a hundred million dollars and you're 18 years old. I'm just right. like, dang, what did I do wrong? Right. But I, social media was, yeah, right. we, they, we, we literally didn't even have a word for like influencers yes, back then. Yes, we did it. So. And it's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> I, pr I probably, if I could go back, I probably would have studied something else, like you said, just mm -hmm. to, be a little more recession proof and we, we don't yes. think about these things at all <laughs> and i i guess like you said that just comes with age not but wisdom doesn't always come with age not everybody who's true. older has wisdom but i think in our case once we hit our 30s like you said we will find our stride mm -hmm. and i'm hoping that my connection to god as well will yes. really just cement me i've been telling people lately like Oh, I wish I could just take a year-long sabbatical in Africa to, like, oh, get away from my problems. Yeah. And my therapist was like, well, you would just take your problems to Africa with you. And I was true. like, damn, you're right. <laughs> so, like I said, it's not about my circumstances or my environment. It's really mm -hmm. about that inner work. Right. I'm at a point now where I want to be unbreakable yes. in my faith. Like, yes. that's the word I've been using. Like, I want to be so rooted and grounded that, yes. like, nothing bothers me. And... That goes for relationships, career, whatever's going on in my life, I'll know that, like, I'm still solid. Right. And I'm still working on that. I definitely was, I, I don't have a solid foundation. Like, yeah. I, like I said, I went to college, got, I did that, like, time. Yeah. I did that, like, jail time. <laughs> yeah, I did time. a bid. <laughs> I did my bid. I did my four years. I got out and I never looked back. And now I'm like, man, so-and-so got an award from the, yeah. the journalism department. Why didn't you, Christina? And I'm like, well... Have you been connected to anybody right. back at the university, Christine? Right. <laughs> so I am learning now as I'm older, like, oh, wow, those that networking and those relationships definitely do matter. Yes. But like you said, it has to be the right people. So It does. And it's sad, but like I said, you live yeah. and you learn. Well, now that you're married and we're approaching 30, what are some lessons that you have taken away just in your relationships and everything? Um, I just, one of the things is being intentional um, just trying to find yourself and being grounded in that. Like, you know, I'm a creative, but like, you know, I'm kind of always been kind of hesitant, but just being confident, knowing that I'm capable of doing it. I'm capable of being intentional and capable of being forgiving and loving and all this stuff is something that just keeps me to keep going forward. Yeah. And I really love what you said about, you know, just like, being intentional because I think as life gets crazy, we just get into a routine, we get into a rut, and yeah. then um, 
you know, you're just kind of doing the same thing like a machine every day. And I, I hate that feeling like you're cogging a wheel, just oh, like yeah. doing the same thing and not making time for your passions. And I love that you yeah, mentioned that because I saw a tweet this week that was like, I encourage you to just go back to your childhood passions. Mm-hmm. And my, I was literally painting the other day on a Sunday, like enjoying my day painting. And I said, man, I wish I could paint for a living. And why can't I, you know? If I could go back to my younger self, maybe I would have did it all differently. Maybe I would tell myself, like, don't stop drawing. Don't stop on your art. Right. Because now, like you said, I have to intentionally make time for it. Um, And then I have to think about, you know what? This is just for fun. You don't have to sell it on Etsy. You don't have to create it into a business. (laughs) But go back to those childhood passions because those desires that God laid on our heart, those are there for a reason. And the more that we push them down, the more... People have these meltdowns, these breakout, these breakdowns, and people's like, "What's wrong with this person?" And it's because they're not enjoying their life. They're not doing what they're passionate about. And I also feel like as we get older, we lose our imagination. You talked yeah. about being a creative person, and like, do we even just take time to brainstorm, to doodle, to dream? Like, we right. don't even take time to dream anymore. So I would tell my younger self as well, like, don't lose that fire to like yes. keep your imagination, stay creative, keep keep your confidence. And just keep your self-worth and your focus on what you really want to do. Yes, you can have, you know, be responsible, get a job, you know, go to the doctor, work out. All those are great. But keep your focus on what you really want to do. Keep your fi- like your heart on fire for passion. Mm-hmm. Because without it, you're just, it'll, it'll always be a dream. And that's literally my fear. I'm like, I don't want to be one of those moms right. who just look back like, oh, I should have did this, I should have did that. And I like feel that more and more every single day. And I don't even have kids mm-hmm. yet. You know, so just keep your, your heart on fire for this. If you're passionate about it, keep it going. Even yeah. you, if you do little by little. Yeah, and I love that you mentioned go to the doctor because that's something I also didn't take into consideration. The other day I was like, dang, my feet hurt. And I'm like, (laughs) that's because you're aging. Wow, this is what it feels like. Like, I didn't, I don't know. You know when older people are like, oh, my back. Like, (laughs) I just didn't realize that would be me one day. So I would definitely take better care of myself because I probably worked out like three times at the campus gym. (laughs) I swear, like, I... I mean, you know how they say freshman 15. I gained, like, the freshman 50. And I honestly, I feel like that's when I gained all the weight. And now I'm 28, and it hasn't come off. And so if I had just taken better care of myself back then, um, I hope my liver doesn't quit by age 40 because all the alcohol, everything, seriously. So definitely taking better care of myself physically, mentally, spiritually. Emotionally. Yeah, emotionally. I need to... I think I've gotten better with age. Like, I definitely... Still have a short temper, but oh, yes. I know how to handle it a little better. Yes. I, I think back to my 20s, I'm like, I wouldn't date me either. I was not, I, I was a mess. And I clearly was struggling with anxiety and didn't even know it was anxiety yeah. or didn't take care of it. And so now looking I'm back, I'm like, okay, I am not where I used to be, but I could always be better. Yeah. So I'm learning like better That's communication, right. better confidence. Like you said. Ugh, the word confidence stuck stuck out to me. Like, were you always this, like, fierce and fabulous? No, I've actually been, like, very, not very insecure, but, like, you know, growing up, I got bullied for being dark-skinned, and that was really it. They couldn't say I was ugly (laughs) because I was cute and I was snatched, you know, but other than that, it's just, like, I just felt like have skinny friends and I'm like curvier yeah. and it wasn't like I was chubby I was just curvier and I'm like oh my gosh I'm so fat and I look back at my pictures like girl you were good like, yeah so good I wish, I wish I could 
wish I was high school fat. (laughs) Right. I wish, you know, so it it was definitely a journey. And actually in college, I started my self-love journey, started my um, YouTube based off of that because I realized how many girls struggle with that because we constantly compare each other to what we see on social media and Mm -hmm. other girls. Like even skinny girls who do have the ideal body are still insecure. So like recognize that we have to stop comparing ourselves because we don't know other people's situations. We don't know how they got there. We don't even know if that's where they want to be, you know? Right. We just have to focus on ourselves, love ourselves from the inside out, and just believe in it. Because I promise you, once I started looking at myself like I'm that girl, everyone else did too. No, but <laughs> we do have to kind of gas ourselves up sometimes yes. because the world does want to beat us down. Yes. Like you said, ever started from little girls and until now. And so when I was in college, I definitely had those self-esteem issues. Yeah. And I, one advice to my younger self would be stay off social media. Because yes. I didn't even actually get a Snapchat until college. Really? And now, yeah, I'm like, I should have not had one at all. <laughs> and so it really just goes to show, like, you learn so much when you go through it. You, what yes. do they say? You grow through what you go mm-hmm. through. So okay now. Yes. Is that the title <laughs> of the episode? I don't know. Maybe. I know. <laughs> right. We definitely have just learned so much about ourselves and there's still so much to learn. Yes. So, so I'm excited to go through this journey with you, Jay. I'm Me happy too. that we have become friends. Yes. Y'all, we just became friends because our men have been friends since like third grade, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But now we're here and I'm glad to have friends who I could talk about this with yes. because like you say, you need people who hold you accountable. You need to have those conversations like... Hey, you're not your best right now. Yeah, like, like and what's going on? Yeah. Sis? So I'm glad that we have found each other and that yes. we're motivating each other. But that we also are doing that inner work and yes. not just talking about it, but being about it. Right. Yes. And I'm so grateful for you, sis. Thank I you. Love you. Love you too. <laughs> so, Jay, where can the people follow you on social media if you want to give a plug? Yes, you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at butej underscore... Um, I'm not really on Twitter because that's just not my thing, but yeah. I do have that there. That's also my ad name. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully that'll grow too. But yes, follow me. And that's also my YouTube channel that I'm getting back into and posting more content too. Yes. And of course you guys can follow the podcast on Instagram and Facebook at the YBO podcast. And you can follow me, Miss Christie, M-I-S-S-C-H-R-I-S-D-E-E on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Although I haven't been on TikTok in a while myself. Yeah, so I need to get back on there. there. <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace and see you next episode. See ya.